0: So great, we got the recording started, so we're all set. Um, those of you who have been receiving emails, um, we'll get a follow-up email after the uh, call today, in a couple of days, that will give you links to either download the seminar or listen to it. We now have them on iTunes and SoundCloud, as well as on the website. I'll give you that information at the end today. Well, I'm really looking forward to today's uh, teleseminar. It's the last one of the year. And for the last three uh, Decembers, I've been with the same title of keeping the holiday spirit and keeping that alive through the whole year rather than at just this particular time of the year. So I want to talk a little bit about what's come to me around that particular topic. And again, open it up to hear from all of you. Um, It's the year end of our being together for another uh, year of uh, the teleseminar, so I would love to hear from you and hear what you're seeing about the principles or just about our talk today. Uh, In order to do that, and I'll remind you when we get there, you need to press star 2 on your phone, and uh, I will see that you have something you want to share and open up uh, the mic for you. Okay, so here we go. Um, This topic came to me uh, as I was reminded of um, an audio tape I listened to by Sydney Banks, Again, for those of you new today on the telesomemer, he's the person who had this spiritual epiphany that brought us to principles and any of you who want to deepen your understanding, I would just suggest you uh find you know get yourself one of his books or look at some of the videos that are available uh for for uh, purchase um, but in any case um I guess uh, I heard this audio tape around the 1990s, and it really moved me. And it was about love and understanding. And in it, um, Sid had mentioned, it was around, I guess he made the tape around the holiday season, and he he mentioned that the feeling he's really talking about is the feeling people get uh, around this time of the year. And um, that it isn't, uh, you know, his point was that's something that we are, uh, all year long, we, we just don't have that feeling because of the time of year we're in, but, uh, it's around all, all year long. And that's what he was speaking to. And that helped me quite a bit as I was, uh, again, learning more and more about this understanding. And it helped me free up around, um, again, attributing my good feelings to something like the time of the year or whether things were going well in my life, but also awakened, again, this um, deep sense that uh, these feelings are truly what my nature is. Now, when I'm talking about the holiday feelings, I'm talking about the feelings that come out of people more often this time of year, the positive ones of generosity, of uh, gratitude, of uh, understanding, of patience. um, And all of those are forms of uh, the pure energy that we are, that we might call love, this pure love that it points to. Not a conditional love, just as deep, essence of our spiritual energy and it manifests through thought in these different forms. So, you know, gratitude starts coming along around, you know, here in the States, uh, in North America, around what we would celebrate as Thanksgiving. But it's just a time of gratitude and uh, continues through the holiday season. Now, I'm not ignoring or downplaying that this time of the season can present emotional difficulties for a lot of people. I'll talk to that a little bit later as uh, we had a wonderful uh, question sent to me that I'll speak to that about. But I really want to speak to, again, um, uh, that this whole title for today and the talk for today came from my having heard this tape by Sydney Banks in the 90s and every December on the uh, these teleseminars since they started uh I I speak to this point in some way um so he was just mentioning and suggesting that we can keep these feelings they don't just have to be around during the holiday season um it's kind of an excuse for people to uh quibbler with their annoyance with others or their bother or any of their own personal thinking and and kind of uh kind of give energy to their love manifesting in ways of generosity and uh patience and and gratitude and you see that all all the time you know um in news shows, they'll have now, in some news shows, in some areas, they'll have um, a story of some charitable work. Uh, we're here in the, the San Francisco Bay Area, and we have a, a, a several professional uh, sports teams, and there are stories of their uh, generosity, uh, preparing um, uh, a dinner for families, or giving away gifts to families, uh, giving of their time and their celebrity to people in need. So that's all coming from the spiritual energy that we are truly a part of, that, again, gets manifested through us as generosity and so forth. Now, uh, there's there's no way we could ever lose those feelings. There's no way. It It's truly our nature. Uh, love is truly our, our, our spiritual nature. And I just call it love, but it isn't what we think of as love. It's just this beautiful, deep feeling of caring or of um, warmth. Um, and the closest we get to calling it something is love, but In that consciousness, in that space that we're calling our true nature, there's little thinking about yourself and more thoughts about others or the world or or life. And that's maybe a hallmark of that consciousness we're calling love. It's an expression of your energy out into the world in some form. Now, many people think they don't have it. Uh, or they've lost it. As I've mentioned in other teleseminars this year, I see a lot of people in love relationships um, who come to see me because they believe their love for each other is gone. And um, it looks that way, again, because it looks like love can leave because we begin to engage Uh, thinking that keeps us from these feelings, you know. So in a couple relationship, couples will tell me all of the faults of the other person. They'll tell me things the other person needs to fix. Um, They'll tell me um, what the other person is limiting uh, about. All these thoughts now that have entered the minds of two people in a relationship that convince them that what they're thinking is the reality of things, and then, and then, of course, if they're living in those feelings and thoughts, it, it's infrequent, like that they will feel the love that they felt when they first were with one another. Well, one of my first messages to them is the hope that they can see and discover. That love hasn't gone anywhere. And in fact, the understanding of principles can actually deepen the love they think they have lost. Because whatever love we have experienced in our lives or can identify for ourselves or bring ourselves into that conscious space, there's a deeper essence of it. It's a continual evolution of the purity of our true nature. So uh, the the hopeful message to anyone who believes that they've lost love or even love for themselves, their self-esteem or their self-worth, thinking they've lost that, which is an expression of love. Um, It's not only to find a level of love they're familiar with, but To realize there is so much more to understand and to gain realizations about living in that state of mind. So it's beautiful. You can't get away from it. So that's the, that's one of the points I got from Sydney Banks is that that's what you truly are. And there's no way that if it's spiritual, there's no way that you will ever lose your connection to what's spiritual. Uh, it's there, like he says, uh, which is like, to me, uh, mind boggling. There's no beginning and no end that to, to, to your spiritual energy. Um, through the, through this year in my mentoring other three principles practitioners, what's come to light is living more from this understanding living more of your life in this state of of love Um, and keeping an eye on wanting to live even more in that state. And that's something new for this year that has come to um, my conversations with other uh, people that I'm coaching and mentoring is a recognition that as they have um, evolved their understanding to find more love and understanding in their lives for themselves and other people, that they can kind of naturally live more in that consciousness. And it helps to uh, avoid the attraction of um, those habitual thoughts of bother or annoyance or righteousness or whatever it is that is our particular habits. So there's no end to uh, the deepening experience of the feelings that start to come to life for most people during this time of the year. And if we look at it, um, it's giving this time of the year kind of gives people a permission to express those feelings. Um, but again, you know, most of the people at the end of this time of the year in the new year feel at a loss because they think that feeling is only um, available because of that time of the year. Now they got to get back to life. Now they have to get back to the winter of their lives, you know, or the or they have to deal with life again. But. Again, that's just a misunderstanding of the principles, uh, because all that is about, like, I've got to get back to life now. It's just a thought. It's just a way that we've learned to think about life and and think about these deeper feelings that um, come to us strongly during the holiday season. And um, and with that understanding that that's just a thought about that they have to go away or they're just tied to a particular season of the year, understanding that that's just an idea allows people to begin to open up these feelings uh, 24-7, 365 days a year, That to know that they're available. Now, their thinking might not quite be there on a particular day, but they still don't lose the sense that... um, that love is there. It hasn't gone anywhere. It's just that their thinking has kind of made it uh, distracted them from it, so to speak. You know. Um, so, so, so that's it. And and that's the misunderstanding we're all in. You know, because um, there is, in a way, an outside-in aspect of um, this holiday season with gift giving and uh, making sure you got all the tu- the bases touched in terms of your gift giving to everybody in your family and friends and so forth, there is a sense that um, it loses a bit of the purity of the generosity in that uh, people can look at the gift or the giving of the gift as bringing about this feeling rather than uh, feeling the generosity of the of the person who who gave them something, and that 's a big difference it's a big big, big difference to take in the generosity of someone giving to you um, or to look at getting something as a reason to have a good feeling it's it's really the difference between people getting caught up in a, an addictive or compulsive cycle or really seeing really being able to get touched deeply by the people in their lives. And that's another beautiful thing to see. It really connects people because, one, we're already connected, right, because we're all part of mine. We're all part of the feeling of love. So when people provide you something, being able to stay open to the feeling of love behind that connects you deeply with that person in that moment. You feel the deeper essence of the two of you in that moment. But when we are get caught up in the struggles of getting the right gift or making sure we've received the right gift or all, all of those things that go around that, um, we get caught up like everybody outside in. Yeah, you know, we gotta get the right gift or make sure we give the right gift in order to get the feeling we're looking for. And that's just a misunderstanding and that's why we're talking today about love love being our pure essence. And so whatever we are generous about uh, from that feeling is the most important aspect of it. And as we begin to look at people from that aspect of things uh we feel a deeper connection to them. we feel love with them um, so so that's really, really important so again, this um feeling that comes with you when you are in it, you're really in a higher level of consciousness. And um, it's a higher level of consciousness than being in the feelings of stress or annoyance or anger or bother or um, all of all of that, you know. And in that higher level of consciousness, because once again, in some way we have let go of our lower level of consciousness thinking, these feelings fill us. We get thoughts that are at a higher level of consciousness. And so we're living at a higher level of consciousness. And that is the hope for everybody, that there's always more that we can have an understanding for. And beginning to express the feelings of love within us is a first step toward infinite levels of understanding. Again, infinite levels of these feelings of love. And... um these beautiful feelings that lie within us. It is truly these feelings, as Sid says, that contain wisdom. It's in these feelings where we get the guidance and the assistance that is the intelligence of mind that we are all part of. It's in these feelings that uh, as we live in them, uh, we see how to go further in expressing our true nature and living in that which provides a lot of um, magical things that happen in life for us or miracles that happen in life for us. I had a question sent to me um, uh, about my talk today of someone who couldn't be on the call who said, well, you know, I'm having... uh, Can you help me with this? Because I'm having family visit and... um, I, I I don't want them to overstay the, uh, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, it wasn't quite like this, but I, I don't want them to overstay six days with me. I don't want them to be spending more than six days with me. You know, I can handle them at that number of, you know, that number of, of visits. And as I reflect then on that um, question, I'm not saying it exactly like I was sent the question, but... As I was reflecting on that is that uh, 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 this person and we, all of us, thinking this way are bringing the past alive now. So even before the family has showed up, we're through thought reliving our memories of what it's like to be with these people. And the minute we live in the thinking um, memories of what it's like to be with these people, we get the feelings of that. And then we get to thinking, wait a minute, I don't want to feel like this. You know, so then we get, it looks like a problem. You see how the principles work? So these family members haven't even showed up yet and now we're into uh, thinking about how they will be when they show up and how much we can take of it. But what we have done is we brought the past through memory into our present now, and even though they're not here with us, we're now in, in those feelings of their being with us, and it's become a problem that we've got to take care of. So what's another way? See, you always want to look to another way. That's what I do. When I get into feelings like this, I'm always standing back to look at, well, what's another way of looking at this? And if we look at it from the topic from today, what we will see is um, that um, we don't know how it will be. There's no way we're going to be able to uh, know how a visit from family members will be. Uh, but we can certainly color it a certain way by delving into our thoughts about it, our memories about it. But were we able to wake up more uh, love and understanding, I think it will give us an, a whole new way of operating with family members. You see, part of this love is understanding that we're all the same. Our, our family members are the same as us. We're the same spiritual energy, and their ways with us, their ways of operating in life or on a visit with us, is being created through the same principles that we are. They're using thought to create the same actions they have or behaviors they they're, they're, they're you know what behaviors they're getting into or the ways that they are with us. It's coming from the same things that our ways are coming from, to the way we think. Now, if we have understanding for that, uh, it changes our, our, our sense of them. If we deeply see that uh, everybody is the same in creating the reality they live in, and then the behaviors follow from that, then we have understanding for the humanness of our relatives coming to visit for, with us. And if we have the understanding of that, the true understanding of that, we have compassion. We have compassion of this person not being able to do anything other than what they're doing, given the way they think. And the minute we have compassion, that's love. And the minute we have those feelings, we will get from that wisdom contained in those feelings a new thought. It'll just happen. We'll get a new thought about how to be. But if we're already uh, looking at this visit, that hasn't happened yet from memories and our judgments of those memories. Will never get the opportunity to have a deeper understanding of how to be uh, with people who have certain ways. So, I'll tell you a story about this. I may have shared that this year, but this uh, friend of mine who uh, was introduced to Sydney Banks around the same time that I was here in the San Francisco Bay Area, so around 1983 and who hung out with us as we attended many, many seminars over the course of two years here, um, was talking to us one time around the holiday period. He had been meeting, we had had seminars with Sydney Banks, and we'd been talking about this understanding together uh, for about a year. And it, and it was around the holiday time of the year, and he was going to go visit his father and siblings at the family home which was in another state in the midwest and the history again was that he and his father never got along that um every time he visited with his father his father would critique him and they would get in arguments and that's what he was thinking about as he was meeting you know with us we were just in our regular meetings um you know, following a Sid Bank seminar, and he said, and it just dawned on him as we were there together. He just dawned on him. You know what? What if I go back, and I don't uh, think about my father in the same way? What if I just go back and see him as we were learning at that time? This idea of separate realities—that all of us are the same, creating our reality through thought. And then react from that. And he said, "What if I understand my father that way?" And as we were as we were talking together, you could feel we could feel the shift in my friend as he had more understanding of his father, just being like him, using the principles to create a reality for himself. He started to get a shift in his feeling. He saw he could. We could feel that you know, he found some deeper feelings of love, you know, it just, he just shifted. And so it it just brought him to a feeling of compassion for his father. And he said, you know, I don't care how he is with me. Uh, I'm just going to look at him with this understanding. And so off he went, you know, I didn't leave that day, but, you know, we ended our meetings and off he went. And he came back with a whole different, experience with him and his father. Now, that didn't mean his father changed. I mean, when he drove up to the house, you know, my friend started to get those old thoughts. But again, it occurred to him what he had realized when we were talking together. And he started to look at his father with understanding. And his father started to jab him, you know, and critique him. And it was easy for him to just kind of not get reactive and to just sit with this feeling of understanding for that that's who his father is. And it must be coming from somewhere. It must be coming from some insecure thought for a person to be judgmental and critiquing another person. There's some insecure thought, so he had more compassion. And he said, by the end of the first couple of days, there was a different feeling in his father. Um, He was still kind of a judgmental guy, but the way that the tone that he had speaking to my friend had shifted. And my friend was able to say he felt a lot more love and compassion for his father than he ever had in 20 years. And he left the the visit uh just really feeling fine. He felt great, you know, that he had been able to find new thoughts about how to be with his father in a way that didn't mean his father had to change. That's the other piece. Now, his father did change a bit because I really believe that when you're in the midst of receiving understanding and compassion from another person, you feel it. And you may not know what's going on consciously, but you will feel that understanding and it will shift you. But it doesn't mean, my friend didn't mean that his father had to change. He changed. My friend changed. Um, and he had a whole new way of being with his father, which guided him through through the visit. So the story is really just to say that there's this understanding piece to the feeling of love as well. And that when you're in this feeling of understanding That we're all the same, operating the same way um, through the principles, and we gain a feeling of compassion for the people around us, we're in this higher level of consciousness, and we get a chance to get new thoughts. And the new thoughts might be, just love the person, um, let them be who they are uh don't get don't argue what's the sense of arguing? they're doing the best they can with with the thinking they've got going and um I mean that helped me too. I mentioned this in the past when I used to challenge my colleagues at staff meetings and I slipped into having compassion for them, and I started to to just get this compassion that they're doing the best they can the way they think would be helpful to the people. They want to help people, and this is the way they think will be helpful. And that shifted the, the way I was with people, with my colleagues. I no longer challenged them, but supported them. So, as I mentioned, this helps people who um, may look at the holiday season as a depressing one or a difficult one being with family, the first piece there is to have compassion for yourself. Because there may be some history to this time of the year that may has made it very, very difficult for a person. But remember, this isn't to mean that you judge this. You just have understanding that you drop into uh, difficult thinking. But remember... Um, you don't have to bring the past in this time of the year. You don't have to live those memories. They pop up, but they're no longer around. I mean, the whole experience that the memory is is no longer there. So you could help yourself maybe find a way to see that because the minute you can see that, you have understanding for yourself that will lead you to a deeper feeling. But if it is a difficult time of year for you, just have understanding for yourself that it has been. Um, but also be careful um, to not keep it alive. Like, for example, again, I'm not ignoring that there were really difficult times in your history uh, or painful times now. There may have been loss, all those kinds of things. I'm not downplaying that or ignoring that. You want full compassion for those experiences. Um, But remember, um, there's more to you than that. Um, You don't have to bring those as much alive this time of the year as you may have in the past because you're really looking for your deeper essence to guide you through it. And so the more you're with memories, the less you'll hear from your own deeper wisdom, your own intelligence that you are a part of. Um, so there is suffering. There is suffering. I'm not saying there isn't. Um, but but if you're suffering, you can have compassion for yourself having a difficult time. You could see that there's more to you than you can see right now. And to just have a sense of that can give you the feeling of hope and the feeling of hope can carry you. Well, I hope this was helpful to people. Um, uh, Again, I just wanted to remind all of us that we are love. We are the feelings of Gratitude, generosity, compassion, forgiveness, patience. And we we well, that is our default setting. That's our true spiritual nature, as Elsie and Spittle and Chip Chipman always focus on. That is our true nature. And the only thing getting in the way is the way we're using thought going through this this particular season. And another thing I wanted to remind everyone about is that feeling is not coming to you because of the season. It's you. And and the season gives us an excuse to live in it more. But if we're living in it more in these last several weeks, if we're living in it more then why we can live with it more anytime because we're the ones living in it you see it just looks like it's the season that it's it's in us so if we're finding more generosity for people in the last 3 or 4 weeks it, it doesn't go away because january comes <laughs> you know it's still there it's you so you can maybe look at living more in that For the full year. Well, great. Uh, Let me check in with everybody. Um, We have a lot of people on board here today, and it's wonderful the number of people that are tuning in. But I'd like to hear from you. So, once again, if you have any questions about today, if you want to share anything about today's topic that has come to you, if you want to share anything about your understanding of the principles for this past year, that's open too. So just uh, hit star 2 on your phone, and I'll see that you want to share, and I'll open up your mic. Please, I would love to hear from you. That's part of this whole tele-seminar series is to hear from the people that are on the call. So you just need to hit star two, and um, I'll give it a little time. Okay, we have somebody. um, The last name is Fragomeni in Albany, New York.
1: Yep. Can you hear me, Dr. Howard? Hi, how are you? Yes. Thank you for I all you're doing with this. It's uh, greatly appreciated. This is Bernard James.
0: Oh, Bernard, hi. Thank,
1: Thank you. you so much for that. Yep, I appreciate it. Um, uh, kind of a question I've got for you as, as I've been getting, you know, clearer understanding and a higher level of consciousness through my studies and such, including the, the three principles um, of late, uh, kind of in a deeper level. Um, I had an experience this past year where, where uh, just to kind of give you a real quick background on it, is I had an interesting experience where a gentleman who's an a, 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 a unrehabilitated drug addict uh, actually stole golf clubs from my golf club uh, where I belong that happened to be mine on Father's Day and so on and so forth, and one thing led to another. And, of course, as things proceed through the court system, uh, I had the the lovely experience of being able to go to a drug court trial and, and you know, witness his parents breaking down and being upset about his issues and and travels in life and what's led him from being a good kid to now being a thirty some year old repetitive offender and so on and so forth. And it, it, it really deeply struck me. And a part of what I want to be able to do at some point and I know that there's various folks like yourself and other uh practitioners that have gone in and worked with prisoners, and, I'm, you know, it's, it's kind of a little bit off topic, but I think it's quite on topic, at least as far as the topic of compassion and such around the holiday time as well as throughout the year. Uh, I, I was wondering if you could provide some insight or direction at that, that where someone can go to get the resources. Uh, I, I get the three principles. I, I can understand them. Uh, to a level that I can work with friends and family uh, and explaining them. But if I wanted to go in and, and maybe even try to work with this individual, which is really what I'm thinking of doing, what resources are there? What direction or guidance can you give me where to go? It might even be coming back full circle and, and maybe trying to work with you uh, in coaching. Uh, how would you go about working with somebody to try to help them if I were to sit down over the course of six weeks, let's say, with this person that's now in- incarcerated?
0: Well, I, I, it, it's wonderful to hear um, your, your feelings for this, and um, and uh, where they lead you to want to get better at being able to help someone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I would say that um, there are many avenues to develop your ability to share the principles with some impact, uh, share your understanding with some impact, and. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I I think when you start to um, share with someone, the way I go about structuring a program to coach somebody is to look at it like the first step is to to create the setting or the environment where someone will listen and connect with you and, and start to create the environment where they might have their own realization. So I talk with how to create a rapport and the listening. For me, the listening piece is, the, is a really powerful piece that allows you to share with a lot of impact. And so there's some ideas there about how to do, do the listening piece. So most people will go in and share first. But if you look at this being the important step first, the sharing becomes very easy. So, um, so I have um, some structured programs that help people get better at that. But what I mean by the listening piece is you just start to inquire about um, what you're when you're talking with the person. What starts to get you curious about them? And you might ask, well, you know, what what's been going on that this is this is going on for you for so long? Where? Are you caught? What is it that you're having difficulty with? I don't know, but you're just trying to really hear the humanness behind that so you can share your understanding. Now, um, in the Three Principles community, there are many programs, and I have a program myself that uh, really helps with helping people get good at that. Um, I don't know anywhere where you could go into the jails. We used to have a program in San Jose, but they they just closed that program. But I think the I think it might be nice if you if you would like to talk with me, we could have a conversation offline and see mm-hmm. if um, there are some points I could share with you that would help you.
1: That'd be great. Thank you.
0: Um. So at the end today, I'm going to give my email address, and you could email me and we could try to offline get a time to talk and see if going forward would be helpful.
1: That sounds great. Thank you very much.
0: But Bernard, I love that you shared with us that you could get impacted when you're able to see the uh, state of mind a person could be in. And how a person could get lost, how a human being can get lost and do something like this. And that understanding will carry you uh, in your life in a deeper way. And I'm also touched by your wanting to help. Uh, I think once we, at least for me too, once we gain more understanding and have more uh, compassion and generosity—we want to help. It's kind of like mm-hmm. our—it's kind of like part of our natures is to is to help. And Sid said that if you're having some insights, then you want to tell people what you've seen, because if you don't tell people what you've seen, then it's kind of like you're kind of saying this doesn't exist. This truth that I've seen doesn't exist. So. So anyway I could be a support to you, um I'd be glad to do that. So we'll do that offline. But nice that having great. I'll you reach on out the to call you. Okay, Bernard, nice having you on the call. Anyone else? Uh just hit star two. Anybody want to share about today or some understanding they're getting from um their own understanding of the principle this year? Love to hear from you. You just have to press star two. Oh, okay, don't be bashful. <laughs> uh, I mean, there's no way you could share anything that would be in the in the area of right or wrong. It, it, you know, it would just be nice to hear from another living being in this awareness. Well, you can do it in... Oh, here we go. Um, is this Jane? Yes, it is. Hi, Jane. Hi, Mark. Good to speak with you. Um, yeah, I wanted to share that one of the parts that I found particularly moving today was to be sensitive to, <clears throat> excuse me, our own um, compassion for ourselves, because as I move with the three principles to a deeper level, <clears throat> excuse me again, I I sense that I should be doing better at this and and being more compassionate, and then I find myself judging me for the imperfections as I notice things i don't like so i particularly liked your awareness that we should express our compassion and feeling for ourselves as well as others so that's
1: what i wanted to share
0: well thank you jane you know that's really um important and um i think it's part of um, what it's like to be in the community of the three principles because You get touched and then uh, you apply your understanding outside of you to other people, you know, which is good, of course, you know, but then we kind of forget ourselves in the picture, you know, and we're more likely to see ourselves like, well, I could get better there now i didn 't do such a good job with my understanding today, you know I, and so we 're more likely to be critical of ourselves while we 're giving <laughs> understanding to other people so uh-huh. it's it's really cool jane that that you shared that because it 's very important because it 's the same thing it 's coming from the same resource, and we have to look at giving ourselves a break too, uh giving ourselves the same compassion and particularly so um, with trying to understand spiritual principles because uh you never understand them and so sometimes we hold ourselves uh to expectations that aren't humanly possible and so we have to be very very we have to be very careful there that that part of the learning with the principles is that you will notice uh, when you're not quite in your understanding. You know, you will, because that's part of what goes with the territory of understanding the principles. But you want to see it uh, lightly. You want to hold that stuff lightly because um, that's just part of the evolution and, and understanding more and more about the principles. You're not always going to be on target You're just not going to live your day uh, 24-7 at a certain level of consciousness. You're not. Our our levels of consciousness go up and down. So you want to have compassion for yourself. and And all that means is to have understanding that you're doing all you can at the thinking you're in now. The principles don't say well, you should be in better thinking than you got going for you today, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know? They, they yeah. don't say that. They don't. They don't. We do. We're the ones that say that, see? And it's a misunderstanding. And that's just holding ourselves to a higher understanding of the principle than we, we have. Mm-hmm. So so what you want to do is uh, just see, oh, okay, I'm just learning more and more. And I notice, okay, I could have done better there. All right. Hopefully, I'll see that. And that's how you go about it because uh, you, the, the compassion I'm talking about having for yourself is to see that you can't do anything more than thinking you're engaged in right now. And mm-hmm. so whatever level of consciousness you're in, that's what you've got until, until it occurs to you... Uh, some thought comes to you at a higher level, you know, your insights or realizations come back to you. But that isn't like you can force that to happen. See, you, I can't force, uh, living at a higher level of consciousness. Oh, I'd like to at times, but I can't force it. But I have the, um, the knowing that it will come back. Mm-hmm. I'll see it again, you know? So so I think that that's beautiful, Jane, to share that. And I hope that was helpful. And I think, again, you know, we always come back to the principle. Always come back. Because the principles, all they're about is, um, I mean, the, the understanding of the principle is really just, they just tell you where your experience is coming from. They don't judge it. You know, a spiritual essence doesn't have these qualities that are, that 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 are human qualities you know of, mm-hmm. we should be better at that you know our thinking should get better you know we should be in better feelings today the, the principles don't at all have anything to do with that they're you giving you the ability to have an experience so thank you Great. Yeah. thank you, you very for, much Jane, Jane, thank you for sharing that, Jane. Nice to have you on the teleseminar. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. We've got time for um, one more sharing if anybody wants to, um, wants to do that. Well, it's just been, a, again, a wonderful to be with all of you. It's been a, a wonderful year of um, the teleseminars, and your responses to me that you are thankful for these teleseminars keeps them going, really, and um, and you're all being on these calls, and my meeting some new people this year has always uh, filled my heart, and keeps me offering these teleseminars because that's what they're there for. I was just at the Three Principles Global Community Conference in Los Angeles and a number of people who have been on the teleseminars or have been able to download my teleseminars have come up and thanked me for having them. And so I'm looking forward to um, another year. And uh, it's been so nice to see some of the regulars who have been with me. Uh, one or two of you have been here since the get-go, and some of you are, are new this year, and it's been nice to to meet you and have you on the teleseminars. So I wish you all a happy holidays and a happy new year. Um, we'll be talking together in January again. Now... Um, if you want to reach me, you can email me at Dr. Dr. Mark, M-A-R-K Howard, H-O-W-A-R-D, so Dr. Mark Howard, at Comcast.net. And uh, my website is www.threeprinciplesinstitute.org. Org. All of you on the call will get an email with the links to either go to the website and download this uh, teleseminar, or go to iTunes or SoundCloud. And any way you go, you'll see uh, the availability of other teleseminars. So I wish you peace and love um, through this season and a happy new year, and we'll talk again uh, in January. Take care, everybody. Thanks uh, for being here.
1: The conference is now completed. Goodbye.